All right, go ahead, talk. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Somebody said that it's two it's two prong really. Someone said that Metal Shark Bro reminded them of Lobo. I've never read Lobo, and then somebody Rex said that if you're going to read a Lobo story, that's the one to read. Um, I don't know if you like Lobo or not. Do you like Wolverine? Is he like one of your like? Would you would you read a Wolverine book? I read Wolverine. I've read some Wolverine. I really liked Old Man Logan. Um, it's 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 kind of like DC's version of Wolverine if he were mixed with Superman. See, I've heard that he's kind of like DC's like Deadpool and Wolverine in one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's accurate too. Because like he's kind of funny, I guess. Where I never found Wolverine's quips funny, and I always found it annoying that he would always have to say like "bub" and "a" and shit like that. Because <laughs> like they had to. Because Claremont, God bless his soul, but like when all of the X Men were. I guess from different nationalities, like he went with the most stereotypical like dialogue for those characters. Yeah, like yeah. Canadians would say A and Bub all the time. And then like, what's the one, the guy who's from Ireland who he basically Banshee. Wrote, yeah, yeah, he basically wrote Banshee like the fucking uh like the like the goddamn elf for the Lucky Charms box. <laughs> oh laddie. Uh, yeah, I guess, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if you go back and read some of that stuff, it's very much like, it, it feels very much that way. I was never big into X-Men. We talked about this. Excalibur, I'll read, because I like Nightcrawler. I, oh, I'll, I, read the shit. I'll read the shit out of Excalibur. Correct. If they did an Excalibur book now, I'd pick it up. I'd be like, you know what? I'm in. Um, but, yeah, see, I have that, too. Yeah, it's great. I mean, because it's good. Like, uh-huh. it's, 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 it's mutants that, like, that you give a damn about. Not that, like, see, now, now I'm going to be getting some hatred, get some Twitter hate, uh, unpopular opinion that, uh, like, I wasn't that interested in what happened to the X-Men. They're like, oh, X-Men are dying. I'm like, yeah, all right. That's cool. Um, no, I think, like, they expanded too much. They kind of had to pull back a little bit. And we talking about with Excalibur, they had to pull back. No, I'm talking about just with X, with with all the, the X titles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I know what you mean. But I love Excalibur because it's kind of wacky and odd, and it's uh, its own thing. You don't have to worry about like Excalibur Green Team. Like it's yeah. not like gonna happen. It's just Excalibur, so you can read that book and not have to worry about reading 15 crossover books because yeah. they're in another dimension and, and one part of it. Yeah, the cross time, the cross time caper. That was great. And 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 they don't get out for a long time, so yeah, like, you don't have to worry about them interacting with any other teams or whatever. So that's that's that's, that's fine. And like I thought it was cool the way 
it was assumed that Captain Britain was the leader of the team. But then at one point, somebody's like, well, Nightcrawler, you're the leader of this team, right? And he's like, I am. I guess I am. Nightcrawler's great. I love Kitty Pride. Yeah, Kitty Pride and Nightcrawler are both great characters. Yes. Yeah, and I like Lockheed, his, Kitty Pride's pet, who turns out to be a son of a gun. <laughs> yeah, I love that book. So I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this Lobo book to see if it's any good. All right, I think you'll I th- um, you might like it. I'm gonna have it delivered to my mom's house because we're leaving. It says Thursday the 27th to July 4th. We'll be out of town, so I'm gonna have it delivered to my mom's. Well, who wrote it? um it's alan grant here hang on let me see let me buy it first okay buy it and then you can see who wrote it yeah and, th- and this is why people listen to word bros to hear us buy books over the internet um let's see here uh, let's see return to edit your order review or edit your order i it's alan grant um Alan Gay, Alan Grant, Keith Griffin, and Simon Baisley. Baisley? Beasley. Beasley, Beasley, yeah. I, I know Keith Griffin. He's great, and Alan Grant's great. Um, so, yeah, people like all the reviews are five plus. Ten reviews are all five plus. It says, no other Lobo story produced holds a candle to Lobo, the last Cesarean, Cesarean, Keith Griffin and Alan Grant's dialogue is inspired as well as laugh out loud. Hilarious. Simon Bisley's artwork is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, so they're saying this is wonderful. Okay. So everybody says this is the best one to read. Then go with it. Yeah. So we'll see. And if I like it, they have the Lobo by Keith Griffin and Alan Grant, like the, the, the big collection, volume one and two. I don't know. I'm just trying something new, I guess. It's okay to try new stuff, man. Yeah. Nothing to be ashamed of. Cosmic Ghost Rider. I want to read that too. Cosmic Ghost Rider looks pretty dope. Yeah, it does look pretty dope. But we're here doing a Word Bros episode, not to see so you can hear us buy books on Amazon but to and i called local comic shops to see if they had it before i bought it on amazon so people can't be like you're killing the comic book industry by not buying it at your lcs i called three comic shops in my area and they did not have this book so what are you gonna do but anyway um yeah uh, we're talking we're recapping heroes we are the word bros hello my name is bob france and i'm kevin cuff we had quite an experience at Heroes Con. It was really wonderful. I think I think you said it best, Kevin. You said it best. At one point, we talked after the show. You said this was the first time you ever felt like a pro. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Very true. Because why, now, why did you feel that way? Uh, people treated us different this year than they have in past Heroes. So, like, we bit, we were at Heroes last year giving out an ash can of Metal Shark Pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't feel like people were really, like, they're like, yeah, whatever, those are those silly guys. Whatever, you guys are dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, not not everybody, but a general, the general reception, the general reception was kind of like that, you know? Yeah. Screw you guys. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Who gives a shit about your shitty shark book? Um, okay. And, the, and, you know, that's the general reaction. And then this year we show up and it's like um, almost from the jump of walking into the, the West End or going somewhere, people are like, oh, you, you know, that when are, when are we getting Metal Shark Pro Volume 2? When is this happening? It's just like, oh, okay. 
it's like it's, that. I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely neat. Um, I had a wonderful time with it because we, we, we did something that I think will work well for us at shows in the future. Uh, we split a table with a dude named Matthew Childress, and that was really nice that Matthew let us crash his table. But I think we learned that we don't have to split tables with anybody. Um, we're slowly building a library, and we have a lot of stuff, and we're just going to keep getting more stuff. Um, Matthew was a gracious, was gracious to let us split his table, but it's something that we don't need to do. But like, I think the way we did it was pretty spectacular. I hung out at the table and sold books to people and Kevin wandered around and networked and gave books to like pros and stuff. So I, I think that was perfect right? because that way we're getting two things done at once. You know, we're selling books while making contacts it was really smart and kind of well done and i mean it was kind of forced because again there was only two chairs behind the table so one of us kind of had to wander uh you like to vape and and chit chat i like to sell books to people you like to sell books too and i like to chit chat to people but i think we're playing there just wasn't enough space back there so yeah. we had to figure out something and and every time i'd ask if you needed a break you didn't want one so you were good i was killing it and i think yeah. we were i think we were playing to our strengths if that makes sense right i i do more than networking and and it, this is how our our word bros relationship works for those of you who want to know how uh writing as a team works that's a common question we're asked so um one guy does one thing and the other guy does other just like with the writing um if Bobby starts the story, then I'm going to redo his dialogue or, you know, say, Hey, this didn't make sense here or fix something here in the panel description. That never happens. It happens a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that happens to me too. So, uh, but in the, in the con, um, we just take the different roles. So like, I'm always usually the guy who wants to socialize after the con and Bobby's ready to relax at the room a little bit, watch some TV and chill out. Um, so I, I'll socialize at the con and then socialize after the con and talk to people and have fun um, doing, doing that. And Bob will socialize for a little while, but, he, but, but after two hours, his social battery is done. He's yeah, ready, I get, I ready get, to be watching ESPN in the room. Uh, well, this room, this time we were watching Japanese. We and Tyson Fury. We watched Tyson Fury, which was fun. And we also watched Japanese wrestling, which was really awesome. Which was great. Like that one match, the uh, the Sky King guy versus the uh, Dragon League match. That was just dope. Yeah, that was a really good match. And then, we were, then we were watching Jericho versus the Rainmaker. And we, and we just, got bored. <laughs> no, I didn't get bored. I was into it. I just got kind of sleepy. I was like, man, it's been a long day because that was what Saturday. That was Friday. It was a long trip. Mark Deering snores real loud. I mean, uh, not not just snores. That's not that's not snoring. It's like inhuman snoring. It's like, yes, I guess calling it snoring does it um, uh, show the gravitas of it. No, it doesn't. It was it was like the pits of hell opened up in our room, and, and yes. monsters monsters were seething out of it at different times of the night. Um, that, it was so bad. That Friday night, we ate in a restaurant in, in like, what is it called? Like South End or whatever, that there was a CVS across the street. I ran in and got earplugs for everybody. That's how bad it was. Yes. It was, it was, I, will, I will attest that it was that bad. And, and also, Mark Daring likes to keep the room so cold that Morgan Freeman will be narrating the temperatures and telling you when the penguin's about to you know, <laughs> come out in your room. That's about to happen. Morgan Freeman will tell you about the penguins and all that stuff will happen if you share in a room with Mark Deering. It's true. I like it cold, but that was too cold for me. And that's saying something. 
I mean, you were cocooned up, baby. You Friday, were, Friday night, I was. Chrysalis of comic that's, books. That's why. It was, it was, it was significant of your status. You, you, you entered the chrysalis and you came out of Heroes Con a butterfly, baby. I always do that. I was every time I see myself up that way. But it's wonderful. But yeah, um, Friday night I woke up to pee, and then after peeing, I put on my sweater because I know you're thinking like, why did you have a sweater? Well, when I left Cincinnati, it was like 60 degrees outside and rainy. When I hit Charlotte, it was 82 degrees. So I had the uh, the the sweater with me in the car because I was chilly. But thank, right. goodness, thank goodness I had it because I was freezing my took us off. It was cold. I mean, yeah, it was super cold in the room. Um, and I brought a long sleeve shirt because I know that that people like to sleep cold and, and that's okay. So I brought like a sweatshirt thing to wear so i had that so we were lucky we were lucky we, we packed for um arctic extremes yes. but um morgan freeman did not get to uh, narrate our demise uh, no. or our murder at the hands of vicious penguins that did not happen to us it'd be terrible but, if we were murdered by vicious penguins what a way to go right it I is. What, heroes was just i mean we met so many people and we we haven't done a pod since um the show in Huntington either, which was so the 7th of July. Yes, uh, June. There was, they were back to back, but we met, we met a lot of people who backed the Kickstarter, which was really cool. And we can say we met a lot of cool people from that time till now, because yeah. at, uh, in Huntington, West Virginia, just to mention cool people we met, Morgan Beam and her husband, uh, Jorge Corona, they were yeah. both very great people. Um, Corey, I can't remember his last name, part with Parker. Yes. Corey, is, is it Parker? Did you meet Corey? Probably. I'm not sure. Corey, Corey draws Guardians of the Galaxy for Marvel. He's a super nice guy. I just remember his first name. His name was Corey because he, he was, didn't give me his last name. He was really nice. He was. Um, but we met a lot of cool people that also backed the book. And that's really weird Like to actually meet people that backed your book. That was super cool. Yeah, it was really nice to interact with people on that level because they only know us from our annoying Facebook posts or yes. uh, our, our annoying Twitter feed, um, and uh, they they got to see us not be annoying. Well, yeah. maybe maybe we were a little annoying, but uh, they were like, we we were bam, like shocked and, and 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 feeling a bit like you know. Um, displaced i would yeah. say it was neat because like i would just be like hey man have you heard of metal shark bro and the person would be like yeah i backed it it's like wow that's really awesome thank you i mean <laughs> i i've i met a lot of people that backed the book and that was a very cool feeling i was really excited about that it was pretty awesome uh and it was also cool too because they had gotten their stuff which made it even better yeah i had that at home i thought i know you guys are gonna be here i'd have brought it i heard yeah. that a few times at Heroes, I wish I knew you guys were here, um, which was which was kind of a nice thing to hear for once. Yeah, uh, which is why I felt more like a pro too, because people were like, "Oh yeah, I've heard of that thing you've done." Oh, you have? Yeah, I'm we shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked. And we got what to ta we tabled next we tabled we tabled next to Walter Osley, who's the artist and co-creator of Metal Shark Bro. Who's and a that, great guy. Yeah. That was wonderful. Like Walt's a great dude. We we got to. I feel like we really cemented that relationship and. You know, we're talking about volume two of Metal Shark Bro, so keep an eye on it. I mean, just because before we were used to Full Moon Fredo. Have you heard of this? No, son. I don't, I don't want to read that. I don't want to read that. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> do you, you want to read uh, Elvis Adventures? No, no, son. I don't want to read that. Sorry. 
Metal Shark Bro. Oh, now I want to. Now you're talking. Now you click with Crisco Baby. I want to read some Metal Shark Bro. What's going on here? It's good, man. It's a good book. And like, we got to hang out with Walt, and that was super fun. And Walter's wife, Jessica, is super nice. It was really great. Like, it was a wonderful experience. We had a really great time. Probably, yeah, I would say Heroes was great, except for the snoring. It was. Except so, for the snoring. That's the only negative part of Heroes was the snoring. Other than that, the 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 earplugs really helped me a lot. I'm sorry it didn't help you as much. I could still hear them, yeah, but it's okay. I got, I, mean, I, I slept when I got back. Um, like I I slept like a crazy person for the first two days I got back, like like literally ten hours each time I slept, which is not normal for me. I'm up and down in the night, as you know. It's, yeah. Bobby, Bobby critiques me in the hotel room. He's like, "Dude, you were up and vaping," and then I was like, "Yeah, and I'll go back to sleep." Kevin was up vaping and swiping. <laughs> I don't know what he was swiping for, but he was swiping. I was like, what are you doing, dude? It's like four o'clock in the morning. Go to bed. <laughs> that, that wasn't necessarily what I was doing, but Bobby assumes that I'm always doing it. No. He, he, he just assumes that that's what I'm always doing is on Tinder or something. So. I mean, yeah, you're on Grinder or whatever it is, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's exactly where I am. But it was fun, man. We had a blast. Yeah, we had a blast at Heroes. It was awesome. Like... Man, what a good time. What a good time. We met some very cool creators. Um, I, we got some very cool stuff. Things, was, yes. Yeah, um, it, was, it was just a really great time. Got to meet Enzo Garza, who's also on Scout with his book, Gut Ghost. He, yeah. I, I got I got the the two little mini um, ash cans he put out. They look really great. Um, I'm going to read them. And he looks just like you. <laughs> that, that's something that we heard, I've heard before. I've heard I look like Christian Dabari. I look like Enzo Garza. I think I figured out what it is, is that Christian Dabari is actually like Soundwave. So he's like Dabari Khan, you know, like Decepticon. So he's like Dabari Khan. And like he ejects Enzo and I from his chest, like the, the two sound cartridges. So it's like Rumble and Frenzy, you know, go yeah. Rumble, go And frenzy. to be fair, you're a guy with a beard. Like you're a guy with a sweet black beard. There's a lot of black beard, black bearded dudes walking around shows. So like... <laughs> Yeah. So, but yeah, you met that. He was really nice. We met, um, we're actually going to have him on the show next week. Uh, Carlos Giffone. 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 Yeah. He's doing Space Riders 3 and as he's doing a, for Black Mask. And then he's doing a book called Strayed for um, Dark Horse. And that book looks amazing. And he just came over to the table because he also worked with Chaz Pangburn, our editor. So he's like, yeah, I had to come over and say hello. You know, so it's like, cool, man. He was super nice. He was He's really great. Yeah, we had book. a great conversation with him. His book, Strayed, looks dope as shit. So you need to get on that. I will send you the link, Kevin, so you can read it. But, I mean, dude, this thing looks good. I, if you haven't even seen it, it's about a cat that, like, can cross time through wormholes or whatever, and it's going to save humanity. It just looks amazing. Like, it's a really good-looking book. Um. And we also got to see, oh, I got to see, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to introduce you to him because you were, you were gone when he came over, Philip uh, Kennedy Johnson, who wrote the Kong Skull Island short. And he also wrote Low Road West and Last Sons of America and stuff. And he he's always very cool and nice. He's, he's, a, he's a buddy. He's, we, he's, met, we also met Richard Rivera from Stabity Bunny, who was super yes. nice. What a great guy he is. Richard Rivera with his fancy jackets. Yeah, he's got fancy coats and like he's like Elton John. Like he would just put on these fancy coats every day. And it was cool because Richard and I had a moment because he likes to wear fancy coats and I like to wear like silly neck attire. And before I went to Heroes, I went shopping and I saw a coat at the, 
at, a, at, 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 at Macy's that had sequence on it, right? Like it was a sequenced blazer, but it's like the kids wear where you could push it up and the sequence would change color. And I asked Rich if he had seen that and he was like, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> and this is a guy wearing like, like a bright red coat that looks, he looks like a geisha girl in this thing, but he's just pooping sequence. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> I thought that was a really fun conversation we had. He was super nice. I wear the sequin blazer. It, you'd look like Neil Diamond. That'd be amazing. Yeah, you'd look like, but in the worst way possible. Yes, I would look like a, a pirate version of Neil Diamond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was just a wonderful show, man. Like we we gave uh, Daniel Warren Johnson a copy of Metal Shark Bro. We gave Stanford Green a copy of Metal Shark Bro. I mean, and the weird part is that they had heard of these books, according to Walter, like Stanford Green was walking around at the end of the show and was like, somebody had this at my table and I had to come see what it was. I was going to come over here and pick it up. So he did. Yeah, Sanford Green. Yeah, and and I got I got art. Here's a weird here's a weird Sanford Green story. I got art from Sanford Green at a mini con once because he lives in like South Carolina apparently, and I heard he was drawing Power Man and Iron Fist. That's that's my dudes. So yeah, those are your boys. Yeah, that's my dudes. So I heard he was drawing it, and I was like, and I was like, the book's not out. Yeah, I was like, hey, when does the book come out? He told me, and I was like, cool. I was like, how much for your Power Man and your Iron Fist? He was like, are you serious? Like already? I was like, yeah, I want to be the first one. And I'll, he's like, both of them, like, just a waist up? Yeah, just waist up bust. He's like, all right, cool. I don't know, 40 bucks. I was like, for real? It's done. Let's do it now. That's a bargain. It's a super bargain. That was super nice of him. Um, so I've always liked that guy because of that. And I bought and I felt bad. So I bought, like, I, I felt like, I feel like I'm getting away with something here. So, like, <laughs> I, I didn't want to, like, I don't want to rook anybody. So I bought, a, I bought, like, two prints, too, and gave one of them away to a uh, uh, friend of ours, to, to Robert. Um because I was like, you know, I should spend at least 50 bucks on this. I mean, normal normal price would be like 60 or so or more. So I, I, I didn't want to get off too clean on that and like have a guilty conscience. Because one thing about, about doing shows and stuff that you guys should remember, I mean, if you're asking, um, sometimes artists lower the prices for you to be nice. Don't take advantage. Don't be mean to artists because then that makes them reconsider doing nice things. <laughs> it's true. It's That's true. why I bought extra stuff from him because I don't want Sanford to have been like, oh, man, you got one over on me. I'm not trying to do that. I what just want the picture. He could have said 100 and I probably would have thought about it. If he said 80, I would have been. I still would have been like done. So Do I mean, it. Yeah, yeah, I would have done it still uh, for 80. Um, anything that's not double digits because it's not a full – you know, body piece. So yeah. anything that's not double digits, I would have felt fine with as a person. And I know you want to buy Walter's Lobo too, speaking of Lobo. Yeah, his Lobo's dope. Walter Walter has a he has a dope Lobo. Yeah, it's fucking killer. Um well he has a lot of dope art. Walter has yeah. a lot of dope things. I have three Walter Osley commissions already. So Wow. Yeah, I already have them. I have a I have a Rathrack from Rumble, which is uh, amazing. I have um he did something else for me the first year. Um, and it's in there. And then I have one more. So every year that I've seen Walter, I've gotten a commission, except for this year. I didn't get one from him this year. I was waiting to see what we made on table, but then Sunday was kind of cluster for us. Cause we were running to we were all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I would have, I would have gotten it on Sunday. Like I would have picked something for Walter to do. And I did give him an idea. So maybe, maybe it'll be a pinup in middle shark pro volume two maybe i can ask him to do it as that but maybe uh, but i tell you what man that lobo he did looks real good man it's dope it's dope he put it's on his facebook if you want to see what the logo looks like i was i was gawking at it in person i was trying to i was trying to get it sold for him he kept laughing because like you're gonna try and sell that lobo and i was like dude i'm not even a fan like i showed philip kennedy johnson walter's logo and he was like holy shit 
That's what he said. Those are, yeah. those are his exact words. Holy shit. And that's another like, reason. That's another reason why I want to read it because just in case we could be like, Hey, me, Kevin and Walter have a Lobo pitch. <laughs> we have a Lobo <laughs> idea. It's, yeah. it's like watching, it's like watching, uh, it's like metal shark bro, but for DC, yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're going to ramp it up, go next level with it. Um, I mean, that might work. I mean, that might be a, that might be a character we could write. You never know. Um, I did not get to meet her, but Heather Antos was at the show, and you, apparently, yeah, yeah, I heard. And apparently, and apparently uh, Matthew was uh, kept on telling me that I'd miss her, and she'd come over to get a book from us, and I, we would be busy selling books, and she didn't want to come over while we were busy, so she left. I, I never got to meet her, so we gave her roommate a book for her since Matthew, the, our table mate, said she was looking for a book. So I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know she was looking for a book. I mean, I would have found her because uh, another one of our friends knows her, so I, I would have been like, hey, can you look? Tell me where this person's table is. Um, so apparently she got a book. Um, we got uh, we got cool Kickstarter rewards from Jamie Jones. Yeah. Um, we got the Mustelid Menace. And I got, I actually got two hardcover books. I got a Chew volume one um, from Rob Guillory. And he Which is super cool. Yeah, the, the, I read the – and here's how that worked. I, I did I did what most people do with regular comics or like the binge line does from Scout. Yeah. Um, I read the, the first trade, which is not what the binge line does. You read the first issue, and then you read the trade later. I read the first trade of Chew and dug it and was like, oh, this is the first ten issues. I read the first five. There's five more in here. I mean, now I have to buy a volume two. So that's what I did. I went and, and, and said, I'll buy this hardcover book of yours especially from the creator because and he name. had heard of metal shark bro yes rob guillory had heard of metal shark bro and <laughs> he asked to see the book and i went and got it and he told us what a good quality it was he thought he and his and his first response was you know i thought this was an image book scouts putting out quality books you have to and he it. fucking i mean that guy's won an eisner for god's sakes yes he's won an eisner so i mean it was pretty flattering and and it was really neat that you know, people had kind of heard of what we were doing. So that was cool. So, so we weren't nobodies anymore, guys. Well, I mean, we still are, but we're just... Yeah, we're just... We're, we're, we're nobodies just, who had one idea. <laughs> we're, we're nobodies... Uh, we, we're, we're like two rungs up on the ladder instead of like all the way at the bottom floor. That's who, you, who are you fooling? We're still waiting for the elevator. <laughs> but it was cool, man. It was a really great experience. I can't wait to go back next year. Hopefully we'll have Metal Shark Bro Volume 2, which will be awesome. Um, cause we're doing, we're doing that. That's the hot rumor we're, I think we're going to launch another Kickstarter. Um, the date we're looking at for metal shark bro volume two Kickstarter is July 16th. So if what you, day is that, um, that's a Tuesday, Tuesday, oh my gosh, a Tuesday, Tuesday, July 16th. Yeah. So we're excited about it. It's going to be a lot. There's a science to everything, Kevin, with Kickstarter. Like you don't want to do it on a week. You don't want to do it on a Friday because you'll lose that first 48 hours because it'll be Saturday, Sunday. You don't want to do it on a Monday. Um, the the sixth, yeah, this there's the 16th is a good day because it's the day after payday because the 15th is payday and the 16th is the day after. There's all these crazy things. It's really, really insane. Okay. The science that goes into it. But yeah, so we're launching on the 16th. So Metal Shark Bro Volume 2, it's coming, baby. People were asking. And that was a good feeling, too, that people read the book. You know, people were like, wow, I really dug that. I want when's, more. Yeah. When's the second one? We're like, I don't know. But that's what we spent a lot of the weekend talking about. Was We kind of already did know. We just didn't want to tell them yet because we hadn't decided what we were doing for the Kickstarter. And then Walter drew a picture, and we were like, oh, 
that picture is awesome. Let's share it out. And it had the date that we were discussing on there. Yeah. So, um, because it has pictures of the creative team and Metal Shark Bro on there. And everybody's missing, apparently. We were speaking you know, in K. We were speaking in code, Jack. There's some kayfabe going on from Metal, Metal Shark Bro, baby. I'm really excited, man. It's just very cool that we were able to kind of come up with something that people really dig. And people really dig Metal Shark Bro. So it's really fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun also because it's we have a lot of fun doing it. So Yes, that's the best part. Like working with Walter is is really wonderful and you know working with Kevin as always is great. So it's just a really fun time. We have a lot of fun tossing ideas back and forth. So we get crazy ideas. We I had one yesterday and I messaged Bob and I thought he said he didn't like it. And then he calls me and goes, no, I said I like it, dummy. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to pay attention sometimes. Well, I'm always doing two things at once because I'm usually at work when I'm doing mm-hmm. that. So. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, like that sounds dope. I think that'd be really funny. And then he's like, yeah, it's super funny. So um, that's that's just how we get. That's how we, the the sausage is made. Though we we, yeah. we throw we throw funny at each other, and and each one of like the the cool thing is we're trying to one up each other in the best way possible. So it's not like he's like it's a, comp- a competition as to who gets the best joke, but we're trying to see how far we can go with the jokes. I think most of the time, how far and how far fetched. Or how crazy is this joke and how can we fit it into something? Yeah. Because I think that's what takes skill when you're doing a book like Metal Shark Pro that's so humorous is like, how do we make this work with the rest of everything? Yeah, no, it's true. It's just been, it's a lot of fun, man. I enjoy the entire process. It's cool. So, and so, like, and working with Walt's great and working with you's great and people really dig, but I can't wait, man. I'm super excited for Metal Shark Pro volume two. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited as well. I really am. You know, scouts on board, they want to do volume two. So that makes it even cooler. You know, when your publisher is like, yeah, do more, you know, that's dope. So I'm excited. It's going to be great. So keep your eyes open for that metal shark bro volume two hitting the internet on the 16th of July. And, and, uh, to clarify, we said we would never do this again, and we're doing it again. Well, you do what you got to do. The market demands it, bro. <laughs> the you market know? demands the it. The market demands it. And it's cool, too. I mean, like, we met some cool people. We're going to have some really cool guests on the show. Uh, we're yeah, going to have... Philip said he would come on. Philip oh, Kennedy cool. Johnson. So well, we have him. We're at Car- Carlos Caffoni. That's going to be um, cool. We're going to have... Um, a guy the, from Valiant, Matt. Uh, he's the vice the mar- president of marketing. Yeah. So that'll be fun. All right. So yeah, dude. So we got some good shows coming up. We're excited about that too. Um, we got this Kickstarter coming. Thank you so much to everybody that has purchased Metal Shark Bro via Kickstarter or at cons in the great cities of Charlotte, North Carolina, Huntington, West Virginia, Virginia Beach, Virginia, Jack, all them great cities. We come to Memphis, Tennessee. We coming to see you, Jada King Lala. We're going to get down and boogie woogie fever. You and I, we're going to get in that ring. Kevin's going to come in, hit you in the head with a metal shot, bro, book. You're going to go down for the count, baby. One, two, three. We're going to be the new kings of Memphis, Tennessee. You understand? But the book will also be in stores. Wednesday. Next, next week, the 26th. So Wednesday, the 26th. If you, you did, if you didn't get it on the Kickstarter, you haven't seen us at a show, you want the book, the 26th of june the book will be out it's very exciting we're very excited about it and you can go and get the book and like read the entire rest of the saga since you didn't get to see us in person 
uh, in one of those places and you didn't get to back the Kickstarter. So now those of you who got issue one that need the rest of Metal Shark Bro in your life. Your chance, baby. You just go to the comic book shop and you say, I need that Metal Shark Bro and they will get it for you. Yep. So it's cool, man. So thank you so much for listening to Word Bros. We had a really great time at Heroes. Thank you to um, Shelton and the whole gang. Carla. And, and Carla in Charlotte, North Carolina. That puts on a great show every year. We were honored to be a part of it. It was really, really wonderful. Uh, thank and you. Also, all. since we haven't done a thank, a thank you uh, show in a while, I'll thank you to James Maddox and Eric. Yeah. Uh, uh, from Tricon. Our uh, wonderful boys. They're great. We love them, those guys. And thanks for, for having us at your show, too, because um, it was super nice of you guys. Yeah, dude. So we will be back next week with uh, Carlos from Straight and Ghost Riders 3. So thank you very much for listening and uh, have a nice night. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com.